Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the CEO with Avraham Gatile. Today, I'd like to introduce a very special guest. He's the founder of Kadu, a company that provides data-driven insights and concentrated intelligence to organizations and individuals who care about sustainability as much as profitability. As part of this discussion, we will share how their partnership with Microsoft, their use of Azure, and the Azure Marketplace have empowered them to scale and grow their business. It is my pleasure to welcome Marcus Hanke. Welcome, Marcus. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be with you. It's a pleasure having you today. You know, Marcus, I'm really excited to be speaking to you today. Um, this is such an exciting topic and a very important one. And just to give some background to our discussion, the United Nations enacted 17 goals for sustainability to be attained by the year 2030. This is known as the Sustainable Development Goals, or SDGs, as they're commonly known. Uh, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, everyone can agree that sustainability is in our best interest. I mean, for example, having things like clean air, clean water, elimination of hunger are good things to have. Yet the perception out there is that sustainability will cost me money which is why I love your company's description about serving organizations who care about sustainability as much as profitability. And talking about profitability, nothing says profits like financial services. What are the challenges that financial services companies struggle with regarding managing a profitable business that's also sustainable friendly? Well, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting topic and question, and I hopefully... I'll try and answer from my personal perspective that, uh, that should be the company as well. So financial service organizations are, are faced with a dilemma of making returns for their pension holders and their investors. And you've had over the last decade, in particular in the last five years, a huge amount of money that's flown into sustainable investments. So whether you're a pension fund or a family office, uh, you don't want to be associated or in the main, you're trying to move away from assets that, that, that give risk and create either environmental, social or governance issues. So they're looking to try and understand which companies are performing in, in the right way and uh, are paying homage to these sustainable development goals. The investment community have taken it on one step further and created ESG, which is a, a real alignment through to the SDGs, but it gets specific around scoring each asset type or each organization um, against an ESG matrix, environmental, social and governance. You know, there's a lot of school of thought and there's a lot of things being written by acclaimed academics, economics, uh, economics that, that are key in terms of what are driving these ESG scores. The easiest one is governance and, and the school of thought is if you're a well-run, well-governed company, your returns are going to be greater. You are um, informing your investor base of everything that's going on in the company better than anybody else. And these relative companies that have, have sort of taken the ESG mantra on and started to comply with a lot of the um, frameworks that are out there, because there is no clear um, regulation that governs the reporting of ESG, they tend to attract higher ratings. Um, however, you know, that starts to fall down when you look at the current situation that we're in. The first quarter of this year, you know, nearly $400 billion you know, left the, the asset market in terms of um, single line equities. And at the same time, ESG um, organizations and, and, and friendly companies saw an inflow of some 40 billion US dollars. So, you know, there's a significant amount of money now invested into these ESG organizations and asset types. 
against the backdrop of a general flow out of money. And, uh, you know, in times like we are now with, with the COVID situation or, or a downturn in economic, people fly to safety. And, uh, you know, with ESG rated assets, the, there's more information available. The financial organisations are just trying to move to safety. However, it starts to become unpinged when if you look at a, a typical ESG score, you associate bad ESG scores with oil and airlines. Well, it doesn't take a lot to sort of, you know, compute what's going on in the first quarter. Nobody's out in the cars. Airline industry is facing, you know, catastrophic disaster. So any portfolios that were not invested in oil and airlines have done quite well. You know, you, you can see that from a market perspective. The difficulty for financial service organisations is really let's get behind these sort of macro trends that exist and downturns. We need to understand in detail what these organisations are really, really about. What are they doing from an ESG and an SDG perspective? What does it look like from a long run perspective rather than a short, short term perspective? And, and that is the sort of crux of, of what financial service organisations are, are trying to understand and then balance off the sort of profitability and the returns that they need to make to their investors um, against what are the sort of environmental goals their investors have and how they've asked, asked them and instructed them to invest their funds on their behalf. So let's talk about how we go about solving these challenges. Your company, Kadu, recently launched a new offering on the Azure marketplace called Kadu ESG. Uh, tell us about it and how it addresses some of these challenges we just discussed. So from the very largest to the very smallest financial institutions across the world, they're awash with data and information. Uh, there are data providers such as Morgan Stanley and Sustain Analytics, to name but a few, that are selling them data. Uh, and the very largest financial institutions will probably buy six, seven, eight different data providers, data sources, and they bring it all together. Then they have the, um, you know, the enormous task of interpreting all this data and aligning it, as well as using their own research teams, using their own mathematicians to create complex mathematical models that include all this data that allows them to fine grain and refine all this data. Now, the, the ESG data that, that they're receiving is continuously changing. Um, with continuous updates, you know, companies don't stand still, just like strategy. They have to respond to their environment. They have to respond to social interactions. And they have to respond to governance issues within the company themselves. So how do you interpret that data at clock speeds that financial service organizations have to work on to be able to make investment decisions that support the returns that they've signed up, you know, their, their investees have signed up to make work by placing them in control of their funds. Um, what we've done at CADU is recognize these industry problems that they're awash with data. How do they get hold of that data and information in a very methodical, systematic way? How do they align it? How do they sort it? How do they refine it? And how do they apply their own knowledge, their own experience with their own people within the organization so that they've got, you know, a ready-made ESG, um, analysis of all, all the assets that they have under management and, and that's what we started out to do and it's you know it comes back to our passion as, as individuals and the people that set up this business as well from a, an all stakeholder point of view not just the shareholders and myself but also the, the people that work in the organization we're passionate about sustainability and you know our goal was to provide a mechanism and a solution that organizations and individuals could use to put potentially you know, move the needle within a corporate sense because there's only so much governments can do 
And I, you know, we firmly believe this is going to come down to organisations making a difference. And uh, you know, sustainability is not a nice to have anymore. It's yeah. it's a must have. And uh, there's got to be granular information made available that is can be quite clearly understood, even by the layman, in terms of the performance and the ESG performance of these individual companies and these individual assets. And, and that's what we set out to do uh, and, and to deliver a solution that can take the complexity out of all this data that, that's been pushed and been purchased by these organisations that has to be interpreted by you know, your, your pension holders and, and, and your individuals that, that, that are on the street. I love the way you said that about making it understandable to the layperson, because I think the average layperson might have a hard time understanding all the intricacies of the financial information. And like you said about the SDGs becoming prevalent by the organizations, not by the government, I think it actually goes deeper than that, where it's going to be the individual pension holders, the individual account holders that um, drive this demand to the organizations that they uh, do business with, who in turn will make those changes uh, with regards to sustainability. So it's actually, it boils down to the individuals, people like you and me, who do business with companies. We have the choice who we do business with. And if the companies that we do business with support our I don't want to say the word agenda, but more of our worldview of our, our values, then they will accommodate us. And it's, it's really that simple. Yeah. So, I mean, from, from our perspective at, at a very high level, we support financial service organizations with a very clear um, process and solution around asset selection. So they're able to take all these data in and then work with your pension holders. Even if, if you and I had our pensions held with these financial institutions, you could very easily use our technology to select the asset portfolio that you want to invest in, set the criteria. You may want to have nothing to do with the oil industry, have nothing to do with the arms industry, have nothing to do with the airline industry. Okay, what does that leave for me to invest in? And what then are my relative weightings around the investment preferences that I have? And, and what we're able to do is take all the market data that they've purchased and apply their investment choices to that to work out a portfolio. You've got a complete system of record that you can actually work with and understand. And also, you know, the, the pension funds, the large corporations that put, you know, billions, if not trillions of dollars to work with these financial organizations, how do they enforce, um, what, you know, the investments that they want to see? And, and, and that then becomes a two-way perspective that you get investor-led reports and you know where your money is and your preferences are being acted on. This is really interesting. Uh, how would a company use your solution with Azure? I mean, it's very simple now. I mean, we, we've, we've spent a lot of time with Microsoft. They've been, you know, not, not, not pushed them. They've been great in terms of getting us onboarded into the, into the marketplace uh, it's very easy now in terms of organizations to procure uh, the solution directly from the market space and, and then go live with a service intervention from ourselves or from our partners on a global corporate, you know, a global financial institution can be live in weeks. The whole uh, difficult um, scenario of being able to deploy technology is gone now with the cloud solution. This is instantly available 24 by 7, 365 days a year. It, it's not a click and collect, but it's pretty close to click and collect. If you go with 
you know, the standard solution that we push out, whether it's asset, uh, asset selection or investor-led reports, it really is pretty close to a click and collect with a, an intervention package from us and, and a global organization the size of, of, of BlackRock or uh, Bank of New York can be live within weeks. You know, you, you, you're talking about rapid deployment of it. Now, you have to stay the right side of their security protocols that they've got set up as an organization. And, and you know, Microsoft are a global corporation that has taken all this on board and, uh, and provided an Azure environment that, that meets all the requirements and the security standards that these global financial institutions have. So for us, it's, it's been a phenomenal uh, move forward for us and an ability to get into markets and, and to support organizations that have got this growing need for ESG analysis and management of the information. And more importantly, you know, their clients, you or I, and also the corporations that are, that are putting the, the pension funds with them are calling for this action to be taken and this information to be pushed back. So they're, they're all on a level playing field. And, and we just, you know, iron out all of the black magic and, uh, and make it pretty clear for investors to understand and for financial institutions to manage ESG. How can customers find out more about Kadu ESG and procure it through the Azure Marketplace? So we, we have a dedicated page on the marketplace. Uh, we're bringing to, to market collateral with Microsoft um, to, to ensure that there's you know, perfect information about what the solution is all about. Um, it's very quick to, to make contact with us. We, in the first instance, do a very short demonstration with a client where we take them through a generic example, you know, picking on asset selection or investor-led reports. Uh, we do that within 30 minutes. The next call to action is for them just to provide us a subset of their data that they'd be happy for us to work with. And we turn around probably in about two days an environment that they can start to, uh, to play with, let's say. Uh, once they're happy with the way that it performs, then they can go forward and, and make a purchase and, and go live with the solution once they've undertaken all of the setup. It's, it's very, very straightforward. From the largest to the smallest institutions, it's, uh, it really is seamless now. And is there a link that people can go to? There's a link online for the Azure Marketplace. It's Kadu ESG, and, uh, and the solution is there. Hit the button, and uh, we'll be in, in contact within minutes. And, uh, and as I said, we can get onto a demonstration, send us over the data, and, uh, and then we can move forward with a firm commercial offer for these organizations. It's, it's completely plumbed in, and access to all the Microsoft markets that are out there and uh, you know the, the, the deployment is pretty seamless across their Azure environment. Great, you know, uh, I'm really excited about this technology. Uh, I believe very strongly in, in SDGs and in sustainability. I would love to hear any case studies that you might have about how uh, your solution helps businesses with sustainability. I mean, we have, we, we started out life working with corporations. It's been an interesting path whereby profitability was the guiding rule and the whole notion of being able to understand customer product profitability. Then there's been a shift to understand, okay, from a corporation point of view, what are we doing? What are we generating from the sustainability? And for a corporate, this comes down to carbon, waste and water. So how much carbon, how much waste are we going to generate producing these products for these customers? Uh, then you start to roll forward to look at ESG analysis to understand, okay, what does this do from an investment perspective? 
Now, you know, the world has got prolific around understanding these vital information flows and, and sources that, that, are, that are out there. And, and us as an organisation have had to bridge the gap on both sides, um, but, but fairly the, you know, the emphasis of, of all our attention is within financial service and supporting these organisations with the, you know, the out-of-the-box ESG solution that we have. Great. How has partnering with Microsoft helped Kadu scale and grow your business? I mean, we're, we're a startup business and we joined the Microsoft startup program. Um, they helped us understand Azure, have some key learnings so that we could actually use the environment and, and rapidly develop and rapidly deploy our solution. Then it's the ability that we now have to transact with these end state customers. You know, there are not too many organizations in the world that are not touched uh, somehow by Microsoft. Uh, they've got established procurement processes in place uh, and we're able to take advantage of those and we're able to utilize them. So, you know, the organization from, from our organization, a startup organization getting access, uh, global access on a, on a global basis to all these corporations is, is something that would have taken us a long, long time um, to set about ourselves. But, you know, in, in all fairness to Microsoft, they're, they're about providing benefit to their client and getting greater utilization from, from the Azure environment. And we saw this early on and, uh, and we decided to go with, you know, with Microsoft as our chosen partner. And we we're fortunate enough to, to be placed in the startup program and then run through you know, the various stages of that right the way through to having a transact business now on the Azure marketplace, which you know, with the very startup, but we see a huge significant growth opportunity for us and also the ability to, to to proliferate our message uh, and support clients across the world. And how could people find out more about Microsoft partnership opportunities for financial services solutions? I mean, Microsoft have got a dedicated financial services team. It's a, it's a key call to action for them. Um, you know, the, the whole world, you know, there's, a, there's a, a lot of money wrapped up in financial services that's under management. They're a core part of the fabric of how we exist. And, you know, as I said, Microsoft have got a dedicated team, uh, dedicated resources, they've got account management structures all throughout the organization to support these, these very organizations. So, you know, it, it's, it's as easy as, as getting onto Microsoft.com and, uh, and, and looking for the financial services, or there'll be a direct contact with some account representative, whether it's an account manager or a technical perspective that's working with the clients to make sure that they're getting the maximum value and utility out of the Azure service. And also picking up organizations like ourselves and, and spotting them, they're at a, you know, a very key juncture with the Azure marketplace to spot the startups that have got very innovative, leading edge solutions that can you know, save a client millions and millions of dollars and, uh, and bring about an important service that, that's being demanded. And I think you know, that's what we, you know, we see that they've picked ourselves up, they've recognized the importance of sustainability, the importance of ESG analysis to financial services. And, and we're fortunate enough to be working you know, with Microsoft, its marketing effort and its access to client teams um, that they have on a global basis. You know, they're, they're, they're taking it very seriously. And you know, the key thing is about providing benefit to their end, end clients, which, which, is, which is great from, from a CADU perspective. Great, and how do people connect with you? Um, Cadu.com and uh, just go to contact us. And as I said, we'll be in contact. I'm also on LinkedIn. So anybody 
uh, wants to reach out to me personally, I'm there and available, but the, the chosen method for us is, is just go to cadu.com or contact us through the Azure Marketplace. Um, either one will get to us and we'll, we'll pick it up very quickly or indeed speak to, if it's financial services, one of the account team from Microsoft and uh, they'll be able to push the contact through to us and uh, hopefully we can be supporting them uh, as quickly or as needy as they need. Wonderful. And I'm going to put all that into the show notes so people can just click on, on your website and get right to you. Perfect. Thank you. Marcus, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? I mean, the key thing for us is that, that sustainability is, we, we don't see it as a choice. And people are generally now understand that they have to do the right things. Um, so from a, a general population, you know, we have to take this forward and, and, and look at future generations in terms of, you know, what are, we, what are they going to be left with? And, and we see the whole notion of being able to move the needle as much as we can in this whole era of sustainability and transparency across global corporations. And, and we began uh, servicing and supporting financial service organizations. Uh, you know, that's the, the, the key takeaway that we have from this. We are firmly trying to move the needle in the sustainability space, bring transparency to these information flows and make it easy for people to understand. Marcus, thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Pleasure. Thank you very much.